Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, 20th of November, and a pretty good day today, really. Wall Street was up 45 and recovered from its lows. It was down 210 at one point. Our futures this morning were up 29, but our market today just not bothering, up 4.8 points. Energy sector, the best performer in the US overnight, which is good for us, but it's not following through in our market today. Energy sector looking a little bit floppy. Both our portfolios slightly outperforming today, but much in line with the market. And a good performance from Suncor Metway up 2.7%. I will come to that in a minute. All in all, this week has been a good week for the quiet bull market theory, as Tom called it this morning. And today we're having another routine looking day, which is good. Might be able to get to lunch early. It is Friday after all. No doubt this recent vaccine-led rally is going to run out of steam at some point, and the virus news in the US and Europe will no doubt be the excuse to test the market's resolve before the vaccine arrives. But in Australia, we're in a bit of a safe haven on the virus front. So for now, subject to change, of course, on a daily basis, we're getting the feeling that the Marcus Today portfolio strategy is set, that is to say, fully invested with heavy weightings towards recovery sectors. And our focus, therefore, rotates from the are we in the market, out of the market, cash versus equities weightings discussion to stock picking. And the focus for that is every day looking at the stocks we hold and are we making any mistakes? Do we need to pull any weeds? And two, are we in the best stocks? Could we be in better stocks? So that's a much more positive activity for us than constantly worrying about the market. We're feeling quite settled with the market. Of course, it can change in a day. But the ASX 200 chart, you'll see that in the strategy piece, plodding quietly higher, which is good. On the diary today, we've got retail sales numbers today. Nothing of interest in the US tonight. Orica is down, is it 5% on results today? We don't hold it. And we've got a few AGMs today. ResMed is one. And they are unchanged today. And you might just notice about the only technical signal in our technical observations today is a sell signal, very short-term stuff on a great bottom left to top right chart is a sell signal on ResMed. We won't be selling it. Some mild negatives today. There were some weak weekly jobless numbers in the US overnight. There's some Fed speak talking about an economic stall before the vaccine arrives, which is obviously the threat in the markets at the moment. Norwegian Air files for bankruptcy. IMF worrying about the recovery losing momentum. One person in Europe is dying every 17 seconds. U.S. airlines are seeing ticket cancellations on virus concerns over Christmas as the CDC urges people not to travel. And there's a slightly defensive tone to the markets overnight. NASDAQ outperforming again. Recovery sectors at the back of the pack. First thing this morning, the, the futures in the U.S. came off quite heavily, but have since sobered up on the news that Trump's Secretary of the Treasury, Mnuchin, part of the Trump cabinet, I'm wondering whether we can just ignore him, has put a bit of a spanner in the works asking the Fed to return around $400 billion in unused funds that is there to support stimulus programs. Anyway, the Fed disagrees, saying they still need these programs. Whatever. Doesn't seem to upset the markets too much. Some mild positives. 
Today, AstraZeneca, which is the third vaccine, showing strong immune responses in older adults. There's some hope for stimulus talks resuming. Existing home sales were better than expected. The VIX volatility index fell again. Oil price was up. Iron ore price, I think, was up. And Trump's dropped some lawsuits. He's seemingly shut in the White House and hasn't been seen for days. Spot the Trump is the photographer's game at the moment. Finally, UBS has written a bit of research raising some alarm bells that China are looking for alternative sources of iron ore. I can't help thinking that the China-Australia relations are somewhere near the bottom. We are holding A2 Milk and Treasury Wine Estates at the moment. Both of those share prices are bottoming a little bit. I'm sort of feeling that, it, that and this is the game in the stock market, is not saying what's happening now, but seeing if sentiments have gone to an extreme. I can only hope for the sake of Australia that the Chinese-Australian relationship is somewhere near its, its lows at the moment and there is room for improvement. It will only take one party to show a little bit of cooperation and it'll be all back on, but for the moment, not good. Right, today, in the absence of strategy decisions, I have just highlighted two sectors that are bottoming. You can have a look at that. You'll see charts and the broker research on most of the major stocks in the insurance sector, which had a bad day yesterday. A Supreme Court gave a ruling saying that insurance companies couldn't get out of COVID-19 claims on some legal interpretation technicality. And on the back of that, IAG are going to take an $865 million provision and do a $750 million capital raising. The others might have to do something similar. Anyway, that is short-term stuff. It'll be priced in very quickly. The sector is clearly a recovery sector. You can see the charts there. It'll be benefiting, especially if they are exposed to COVID-19 claims, they'll be benefiting from a vaccine. And if the dividend forecasts are right, which is a bit of guesswork, if they are right, then there is a bit of income out there as well. We do hold SUN Suncorp in our income portfolio, none of the others at the moment, but a sector you might have a look at. Thanks to AMP, sentiment on this sector is terrible and that has infected the whole sector over the last year. Maybe we are getting to somewhere near the bottom. The brokers certainly seem to think so. Their target prices are above the current share prices for IAG by 7.2%, QBE by 13.5%. QBE loves rising bond yields in the US. They've got big bond holdings. Rising yields in the US, market yields in the US in bonds are as good as a, an earnings upgrade for QBE. So they've been picking up just recently. Suncorp, and, and uh, I can't remember which broker it was, had a buy recommendation for just that reason in the last couple of weeks. And Suncorp, the target price average is 9.5% above the current share price. AMP is the problem child in the sector. Average target price, 12% below the current share price. The chart is showing some mild signs of bottoming. At some point, sentiment on AMP will turn, but there'll be a lot of fund managers who would walk over hot coals rather than buy AMP. That's done some, so much damage over the years. That is a true top left to bottom right chart. And of course, it's when everybody believes one thing. In other words, AMP is a terrible investment. That's when it turns, isn't it? Anyway, we're not buying it. The aged care sector is the other sector worth having a look. You'll see there have been some huge rises in 
Regis Healthcare up 22% today as they fend off a bid and tell the bidders that they've got another one. Estia Health is up 18.4%. Japara Healthcare up 21% today. I'm not sure whether there's something I've missed here, whether there's some Royal Commission outcome. I can't find it anywhere on the, the news wires, but maybe it's just the Predators looking at Regis has highlighted that maybe these assets are bottoming. The Predators are out and about. And it suggests that private equity, at least, who are very numbers orientated, are spotting the bottom in a sentiment ravaged sector with the Royal Commission still in the wings. And I remember one speaker at the Livewire 2020 conference, was it this year? No, last year, suggesting that their pick for unexpected events was the sector reaching its cyclical bottom, that the Royal Commission would mark the low in the sector and herald a new regulation and government funding and all that would play into the hands of the largest incumbents, which are the listed stocks. Although I've got to tell you, brokers don't agree. Maybe that's, as I say, that's when you buy is when everybody hates them anyway. The average broker target price on Regis Healthcare is 10% below the current share price. The average target price on Estia Health is 17% below and Japara Health 30% below. So if you believe the analysts, this sector is not a buy. But as I say, at some point, sentiment will turn, prices will rise and the brokers will start to reassess. I don't know whether that's yet, but certainly the sector on the charts showing some sort of low counter cyclical stuff or what do you call it contrarian asx meanwhile i put that chart in because there's been obviously a bit of a sell-off in the stock with these recent outages although it was in a bit of a profit-taking mode anyway prior to that and it hasn't done it too much damage there's no sort of shock drop on the back of the asx having to close itself for a day So I put the research up there. The broker average target price on ASX is 9%, 9.8% below the current share price. So the brokers don't like it at the moment. What I would say to you is this is a great bottom left to top right, long-term investment. It's a quality stock. It's got a monopoly. I would be looking for the bottom, not selling for the long term. Right, I have a comment in there on Poseidon Nickel, which as you know, I hold. There are only two stocks I hold, POS and PKS, outside of the SMA. And it's popped up a little bit this morning on finally coming out of uh, suspension on its exploration results. And if you want to know whether I think that's going up or not, all you have to do is look at the fact I hold the shares. Of course it's going up. Actually, I don't know whether it's going up, but you can read what I think about it in the newsletter today. Right, uh, next week. This will be in the weekend email, but next week is Thanksgiving, which means the US will be shut for Thursday, which means Friday is an anemic day. Most people will take the week off, if not two weeks off. So the US is going to go a little bit quiet. We've got the AGM season going on next week. Otherwise, nothing of major note on the economic front anywhere. Amcor's ex-dividend on Monday and Elders. If you wanted to catch the Amcor dividend, you'd have to buy it today. And that's about that. So quietening down, I have to say, I do feel sorry for the president's Thanksgiving turkey this year. I'm pretty sure Mr. Trump has got a little bit of stress to take out on something or someone. I wouldn't want to be that turkey. Right, that's about it for today. Henry is away next week, I'm afraid. No Ask an Analyst this week. Chris comes back next week. But I think we'll be going for, in fact, Henry's away for seven days. I think we'll be going for 
uh, no Henry's take, unless, of course, he was the poor chap was supposed to fly to Adelaide and drive up through the Flinders Ranges with his wife, with Mrs. Jennings, the brains of the partnership. But, of course, this essay lockdown has meant he's had to redo his plans. I'm not quite sure what Henry's going to do. Anyway, I'm sure if he's idle, he will be on his PC, should there be anything of interest to write about. You can't stop the man. You can see his Henry's take today in the newsletter. Right. That's it. As I say, I did rather like Tom's description today about a quiet bull market theory. Let's hope that theory stays with us for the next four years, in fact, forever. And we can all get back to investment being enjoyable and profitable. You have a fabulous day and I will see you in the weekend email tomorrow. (laughs) 